Please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Broad Street Hockey Radio, that's right, BSH Radio, my name is Bill Matz, I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. Oh, okay. that scared the hell out of me. That scared the shit out of me too. I was no like, did I happening. not do something? Surely in the Matrix now. <laughs> do we want to start over? No, no, no. no. If I you love didn't, it. Absolutely if it, not. If it didn't come through on anyone's recording, it was just like the Zoom lady going, recording in progress, and I was like, oh my god, what happened? It's, it's like, oh, the world's ending. Now. All right. So, uh, yeah, this is Broad Street Hockey Radio, and we have a whole show to do about your Philadelphia Flyers. Now, we're, we'll touch on them. Don't you worry. We'll get to the Flyers. There will be some sort of orange and black content. I don't know what it'll even be about, but we'll get there. But, uh, hey, let's start with the intros and see where it goes. Let's lead it off with the fly by herself, Kelly Hinkle. I just realized I left my air conditioning on. <laughs> I'm professional. I'm so the upset best, with myself. I was I the best at your intro face I've ever heard. I was like, what happened? I'm like so something upset. catastrophic is going on. <laughs> but also, very nice of the NHL to bring back the crease rule because it makes me feel young again. It's like 1999 all over again. Now, I I really honestly believe at this point with goalie interference, and I wanted to talk about this later, but since Ooh, we're yay. here, oh, like. Just bring back the crease rule. So at it least, would be better. At least there'd be some sort of consistent, mm-hmm. like, something. Because as of now, I understand why the goals last night were disallowed. And do you? I, because of the way that they call it, do I understand. I get. Like, I didn't All expect right. the calls to be overturned. But Fair. it's just... There's absolutely no criteria whatsoever. It's just a, I don't know, what do you think? Like, that's it. put some sort of barrier around the goaltenders? <laughs> They're so fragile. Holly, are you drinking Fresca? I sure am, motherfucker. I found out recently that Fresca <laughs> is delicious. I am the oldest person alive. It's really good. Astounding. I'm going to mention this on Flyperbole, and we're going to do a half hour on Fresca. That sounds amazing. Next week? Could I just, could people yeah. just stop roasting me for five no. seconds? All right, fine. No. Uh, uh, let's go to Stephalicious D, Steph Driver. I love how the former Metro, current East, maybe will be Metro again division, just stays a hot fucking mess. It's my favorite thing. So the Rangers are on fire and just literally firing everyone and who knows what they're doing the capitals won the cup fired their coach who is now in long island with the islanders on ever since he got who gives a shit within the island living inside of it he's burrowing um i have a whole lot that i could go into about long island like oh you're in brooklyn motherfucker brooklyn's on the island 
queens on the island. Like, don't act like you're better than being on the fucking island. You're still on the island. You think anyway. you're better than me? Yes. What have we done? <laughs> um, and ever since Trotz got to Long Island, he's won a series every year. The Capitals have won one game since he left, I believe. Maybe three. It's definitely single digits since he left. You mean series? Penguins. What was that? Do you mean series or game? No, I mean game. Oh. Japer's Ring tweeted it out last night. I don't have it in front of me, but it was funny and also true, but also very funny. I'll have to look for it. I'll, I'll mention it later. Um... And then the Penguins just got booted from the playoffs That's because true. it's and we'll get into the Penguins. It's it's the reason our next guest is here. Uh, and it's just it's so goddamn funny. Like the situation therein, goaltending wise, is just like Chef's kiss from an from a fan of an organization that's never had a goaltender. And thinks we had one, and then he was the worst goalie in hockey this year. It's still laughable about what's fucking going on over there. But we have a special guest uh, from Fly Purbly this week. It's Stove Jacket Steve Jaco. Oh, wow. Yeah, I am here wow. filling in for Charlie. Not much of a fill-in, so I apologize for people who came here for logic and reason. I am not providing any of that. But I was bored. Figured I'd drop in, see what's up. I can't wait to trash on the Penguins. But before we get into all of that, before we get into that, I have to bring up a non-hockey thing that I am just dying to talk about. It's not hockey, but can we talk? about Russell Westbrook and this popcorn thing for a minute. Can we talk about this? Because please, maybe it's because I'm a Flyers fan. I've seen plastic bracelets rain down on the ice a couple times in my life. Maybe it's all the batteries I've seen thrown fights in the stands. Maybe it's because when I was eight years old, the Philly fanatic sat on me, stole my popcorn and threw it everywhere. Just everywhere. Still traumatized. <sighs> but did know, he buy you a new one? No. Rude. No. Rude. We sat right above like the dugout. dollars worth of popcorn. Yeah, best best seats of my life, right above the dugout. Uh, I got sat on, my popcorn stolen. My sister got to dance on the dugout with the fanatic and got uh, Dave Holland's hat. Not bitter, not bitter. <sighs> but because of all that, because of all that life experience, I don't see it as a big deal when a guy gets a little popcorn thrown on him. You know, national media is like, what a disgusting act of Philadelphia savages. How dare they throw a little bit of popcorn on Russell Westbrook? <laughs> it's popcorn, dude. Get over it. He acted like acid was sprayed on him. Oh, God. Oh. The this reaction was a little outsized. It is fucking popcorn. And now listen, you shouldn't throw anything at the athletes. You, you shouldn't get involved. You're No one's there for you. It's wrong to throw anything at the players. It's wrong to get involved with the play on the court, on the ice, on the field, whatever. However, it is fucking popcorn. It is somewhere between two-thirds and 100% air. There is literally zero way for you to be hurt in any capacity by popcorn. Now listen, he just got his ass kicked. He's down 0-2 in the series. He rolled his ankle a couple of times. He's upset. All right, I get it. But it is fucking popcorn. Can we it's all just, just stop about how this, this is out of pocket? These people wouldn't do this on the street. 
I'm like, are you are you kidding? You're six okay. foot two hundred. You're not Shaq. Literally everybody in Philly would try to fight you. Maybe they wouldn't win, but we're not afraid of anything. We're a bunch of drugs who grew up thinking that we'd be Rocky Balboa. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so here's where I stand. Um, he's coming off the court for an injury, like that is different than just leaving the court after a loss or after a win. Like, that's different. It's wrong. So the fact that he was injured and then got popcorn rained on his head, it's it's rude and it's uncalled for. How rude. Like, you don't have to do that while people are are giving him a, a standing ovation for not having his shin poke through his ankle or whatever the fuck basketball injuries that's most basketball look like when they're horrific. Just they're they're horrific. They hit hardcore, you know, hardwood floors, and you never think it looks and, and that bad. And bones just like, pop right out. Oh, he, his legs in ten pieces. How did that happen? Yeah, like it's it's gruesome. But as Bill said, popcorn is mostly air. It is mostly air. The worst way popcorn can injure you, it's when the fucking kernels get stuck in stuck your gums. In your teeth. And you're digging it out with your finger because, hello, that's who we are as people. And you miss and you stab your gum with your fingernail instead. That's how popcorn hurts you. It's a problem. A rational response would have been like a hearty fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that was but the But the, most- the fact that, that his whole, like, six grown-ass men had to hold him up, not even hold him back. Like, he immediately went to drop to the ground. Like, what is what is mad. that reaction? What is happening? He, what do you think is happening? I'm just so lost. I, I'm, I'm, popped I am so highly entertained by the reaction to maybe four ounces being rained upon your head. Like, it was... I, I, I couldn't... Like, acid rain. Like, it was not... If this was fresh out of the microwave, like you had just opened the bag, maybe, because that's steam. Like when you open the popcorn bag, that can be a little hot. Oh, yeah, that'll hurt. Just the steam, though. The kernels cool yeah. off in 14 seconds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You reach your hand I in mean, there. I mean, maybe the... the molten butter, yeah. but that's, yeah, again, that butter. dries pretty quickly. Uh, no, if this that was... ain't hot butter at the Wells Fargo Center. No. That is like no. four hour cold at best. No, this is the end, this is end of the game popcorn we're talking about here. He saved this popcorn to throw. Like that's all. Like one hundred percent, this popcorn had been sitting since the beginning. It was of like the two half. handfuls too. Yeah. Like it was not even a lot. The thing is, when you get that popcorn at the Farg, no one finishes that popcorn. No, it's a lot of popcorn, and by the time no, you because get to the you want to throw it, up, it's like the stale ass little weird kernels that aren't all the way popped. Like you're not, you're never eating the whole bag of popcorn. Never. No. It's a bad. It's a bad concession choice to start with. It's, but that's I not once, here there. I once had an entire section of Milwaukee Brewers fans throw bobbleheads at me, and I did not <laughs> react the way Russell Westbrook reacted. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's reaction was the best fake tough guy thing I've ever seen. Oh, I'm gonna go up there and get him with nine guys like you know that are gonna hold him back from a place that he can't get to from where he's standing. Like, the best fake tough guy shit of all time. Like, you're not Rod Was Artesti. he even trying to fight him? Or was he, like... I think so. I, I couldn't... I can't even tell you what that reaction was other than the guy thinks that he is in Iraq. He, like, <laughs> these are bombs being dropped I think he was trying to get head. to him. Which would have been entertaining, to be honest, if he got to him. 
It was no I light mean, up bracelet. I think more basketball players should fight. Have you ever seen them that. fight? It never they're, looks pretty. Yes. They're very large, though. I think that they could really hurt someone by accident. Oh, they're incredible. They're incredibly strong. It's yeah. just like, whenever they fight on the court, it's those big, like, crazy roundhouse punches. <laughs> like, they have no well, idea what they're so doing. limbs are so long. They have no idea what they're doing. Like, it's goofy they don't, looking. But it's still... It's still better than the baseball fight where everybody just grips each other's jerseys and said, oh, I don't want to go tough guy. Well, it's but in baseball, it's all of them. In yeah. basketball, it's just like one on one. Baseball is the pile up at the pitcher's mound. And I do well, like that. And I love that. But in baseball, it's like, you know, like when there's a line brawl and then the two skill guys who are out there are just like, yeah, let's pretend like that's the entire they hug each other fight. off to the side. Yeah, like that's the entire baseball fight. Just grabbing each other's jerseys, going, how's your wife and kids? Oh, they got into the school they wanted to. I'm really happy for you. Oh, yeah, my recommendation letter still on work. for Cancun in two months? <laughs> how's your mistress? I just, like, fucking popcorn, man. Like, again, popcorn. don't throw things at the players. It's wrong. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad. Oh, it's asinine. Completely you asinine. You do it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, of all the things he could have thrown, popcorn might be the least offensive. The bag the probably bag would have yeah. hurt more exactly. than the popcorn. No, that's the, the thing. Worse. I thought, like, if that was like a tub of Johnson's caramel corn on the boardwalk, that could do some damage. Because the just popcorn, all three flavors combined, yeah, dropping on the his popcorn head. itself is heavy. It's coated in the caramel, and then it's in the plastic tub. Like that could have done some damage. That's delicious, though. You don't want to throw that. No, you it's wouldn't waste good. that. No, Mm-mm. no, no. I just it fucking. The reaction to this online, as if someone had literally maced him or something, like or like pulled it out and pissed on him, like something absolutely fucking inappropriate. Like it's popcorn. Very funny. I've had Maybe he pissed in the, the popcorn aisle. and then poured it on. That him. would be worth fighting over. I um, yeah, I'm just blown away by this. Also, the Sixers statement. Uh, about and like ban the guy whatever take his season tickets away that's fine effectively immediately that's a typo right that's That's not that's a typo it's effective immediately right yes okay they were in such a rush to get it out they couldn't you had to get this statement out there about popcorn man that fucking you couldn't even proofread the shit you had to get this out there and get in front of it like fucking uh the dude sending dick pics from Chicago. Let's let's get the PR. <laughs> and they sent it to everyone that was on any mailing list. Like, I got it. And I am certainly not on the Sixers PR mailing list. Blagojevich? Was that the guy's name? Sure. I don't from, know what you're talking from about. The Chicago, mayor? The, ma- the dude in Chicago who was sending the dick pics. Remember him? Yes. Yes, you're like right. 2012? Was that him? Blagojevich. Yeah. Yes. The shit that sticks in my head. Um, I don't know. I was thinking Brett Favre, even though he's not from Chicago. <laughs> Brett Favre, I love the dick pics. Who hasn't said dick pics at this point? Everybody's yeah. guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I have never sent a dick pic. <laughs> you know, that, that online dating, it's a rough environment, guys. You never recycled one to a friend? <laughs> when you're catfishing? <laughs> no, no, Kelly, have I? I don't think so. I've, I don't... No, I don't think you've ever shown me a dick. I don't think I think so. I would remember. I don't think I've ever shown you one either. No. This show has already gotten off the rails. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, this is why we need Charlie. I except, know. Except, like, we don't. 
It's the officers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chuck. This, this is like, what we this, do here. Yeah, Sometimes there's, you need no an agent of chaos. Need to reevaluate. There's no, there's no analysis to be had. And Charlie badly needs a week off. He sure does. <laughs> if, if you've seen him, my on- dude needs a month off. <laughs> I just like that Charlie took his time off and still went to a hockey game and live tweeted it. He's Did he? A delight. He went, yeah, yeah, he went to he the lightning went to game. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that he was like away away. I thought he was doing a staycation. No, he went to Florida. I thought he was, at, yeah, I thought he would like at most go to like the Jersey Shore or something because I know his family always rents. It's probably Maybe fucking cheaper to go to Florida. Yeah, true. Fair he point. got as far away from Flyers fans as he could. As one does on vacation. I did, yeah, I didn't know that he was down this direction. Rude that he didn't come to visit. Rude. Where in the world is Charlie O'Connor? Who can say? He's wearing a big red hat. Probably in a hockey arena <laughs> near you. So, Just um, imagining Charlie in a big red hat like Carmen Sandiego. Trench coat. <laughs> I think he could oh, So the it. tweet that I was referring to was Trotz had won at least one round in the last three playoffs. Round. The Caps have won at least one game in the last three playoffs. So I was wrong with my numbers, but still, it's very funny. It is funny. It is. Uh-huh. It is. And goddamn, we're going to get into the playoffs in a second. But if the fucking Islanders screw up what could be some incredible third round hockey by just being the Islanders, I don't. I, I, God There's damn no it. way. No way. Right. But they're that team. They're the, them and Winnipeg. They are that team. Them and Winnipeg are that team that can ruin this whole fucking thing because of goaltending and stupidity. Like, ah. Fucking um, Winnipeg. I'm sick of them, too. Do you remember? Probably not, because I had to think about this for a little while. But do you remember when we were doing our season previews? And I said the Minnesota Wild were good. And everyone else said, LOL, what's the matter with you? That can't be right. Oh no, no! I do remember this. It definitely happened. Well, I've never I been wrong. In front of him, like viciously, and fuck, yeah, no, I I remember. And they weren't if good. If I were a till... person that apologized, no. I might consider it, but I'm just not that person. It wasn't until Kaprizov came, so we were right at the time, which is what matters. Maybe I just in knew my that my my boy Capri son was going to be the man. And uh, say Russian names. <laughs> He's just hard to penetrate. But now, now I'm in a dilemma because I said the Wild were good, and it looks like they might be screwing up this Vegas, Colorado series. Should I be rooting for the Wild, even though it's not what I want to see? Yes, because I feel that that makes it easier for the Avalanche, which is what you ultimately want to see. True. I think the Avalanche are going to cream both of them without a oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm uh, but excuse you. They're going to have three a, of you. a tougher time with Vegas for sure. Fuck the Avalanche. We want the glitters to advance. Why? Thank you. We don't. Why? Because we like them. They're not we fun don't. to watch. They're boring. I'm all on board for the Avs. Yeah, like, give me the best possible. I want to reward the great teams. Like exactly. basketball does. How you have to be great to win. Tampa... Colorado, guess what? You went all in, you get to go to the cup. Like, that's what I want to see. The actually great teams play each other. Mm. Rather so than, you like, wanted, a couple years ago, you wanted the Blue Jackets to go win the cup when they went all in at the trade deadline? No, they, they, they weren't, weren't the great. best team. Yeah, they, they didn't great. Weren't the, That wasn't the they best team. They didn't make them the best they team. They got to, you know, they got to do what they did, and that was all, all well and good, but 
They tried. I want the teams that are trying to win a championship and doing so by being great, not just getting in and hoping to get lucky with goaltending. I want the teams who have the best players and went out and got them and did what they had to do to win a championship to have that opportunity. So No, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, see. see I, the the Avs have Fair McKinnon. Enough. They got McCarr. They got Rantanen. Just guys I love to watch hockey. Watch play. No, hockey. I I watch respect hockey. that. I like to watch them. They can win their cup. They can win their one cup. But like the teams that are juggernauts, like fuck them. No, I want I want the scrappy teams. Why? I want the underdogs. That just but encourages that... everyone to be mediocre. So Colorado is all like homegrown, though. I'm Colorado's not saying like mediocre. That... It encourages the people who say that you need Pat Maroon to win a Stanley Cup and not Nathan McKinnon. No, no one's. I'm not saying that. Well, like, underdogs... I don't want. I don't want the Lightning to win again this year because the Lightning have cheated no. the shit out of the Cavs. No, we're done with them. They're that. done, I'm and done dead. with them. But like they Colorado is a great homegrown team they like this is a team that's been built up over years and i want to see you know who team. else is like that carolina sure i'm that's fine with carolina i don't them as well i we are see, we are rooting for carolina i want to see tampa and carolina play each other uh but I, I don't know i don't think honestly watching tampa right now watching carolina even the, the teams i thought stacked up with colorado don't like they're not mm-hmm. as good yeah they're just on an that first line on Colorado is just, like, on another level. It's yeah. insane. You know what I'm really looking forward to? And I didn't even realize this until Tuesday, or what, today's Thursday. No. I can't wait for not this upcoming round, but the round after. So what would be the conference finals? Yeah. Um, I cannot wait to watch those because these teams haven't seen each other all year. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. I mean, they've got tape obviously, but they haven't played against these guys. I think that's going to be so much fun. This ridiculous format kind of fucks in the playoffs. Like it's really I really good. like it. It's really, really in the playoffs it. it's good. Yeah. In the in the regular season, the, I would like to light it on fire. The thing Please is though, no, I think we we mentioned this once before, like if the Flyers have been really good, like, it might have been fun to, like, beat the Islanders eight times yeah. over the course of a season. You know what I mean? Like, that might it might have been fun had circumstances been different. Like, I can totally buy that. It might have been fun I if the Islanders were I would still be sick of seeing... I would still be sick of seeing the New Jersey Devils. Well, like, yeah. I mean, you're still going to see them. Like, what's the difference between... Eight times? What's the difference between times. six and eight? Like, who cares? I'd like a little variety in my life, just a little bit. It's, it's fun to see the Western Conference teams swing through every now and again, but also the the pl- like the playoffs almost make it worth it because these playoffs what's, have been insanely good. What's the worst part of every Flyers season when they go there? <laughs> eliminate, <laughs> eliminate that altogether. You're not wrong. <laughs> every year they could they could go fucking like seventy two and ten. And the 10 losses would be the Disney on Ice Western Conference trip. Every time. Every year. <laughs> Every single time. All right. Fucking Disney on Ice. Maybe they just won't bring that back post-pandemic. Oh, like, no. That, that's the big Disney's money right got, there. No, I Disney's know. got even more cow. money to make. We're going to be doing biannual fucking Disney on Ice. It's going to be <laughs> happening twice a year. Ugh. You know, Disney just bought this podcast just now. Ooh. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for that. 
I'm all in. I'll take that. Disney money. Yeah, Pay me I'll Joe take, Rogan money. Let's roll. Yeah, I'll take anyone's money at this point. Um, all right, what time is it here? Uh, let's just take a quick break now and then come back and get into the I playoffs. don't know when we started, so we're doing great. I don't even know if we've said I anything mean, yet. I'm a half hour yeah, in my recording. All right. So uh, we're going to take a cool. quick but commercial break. Like minus 11 minutes? <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back on the other side. I love you, Red Bull. Welcome back, fam. Uh, we are here on Broad Street Hockey Radio talking about the not Flyers. And right now, with the playoffs in full swing, the first round is winding down. We have Tampa, Colorado, Boston, Winnipeg, and the Isles all in the second round. I want to know who we're hitching our bandwagons to. Obviously, Thanks. I asked earlier. Yeah, obviously, I asked earlier, should I be a Wild fan? And I'm rooting for them in Game 7, but... Colorado ultimately is the team I want to see in the Stanley Cup final and lifting the cup at the end of the year. Where's everyone else landing? I'm in for Colorado. I, I love that team. I McKinnon is just one of those guys I would friggin' do a lot of bad things to get on my team. Several and murders. Several murders, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I I McCarr's awesome too. Like that's just Man, We don't talk about him here. We don't talk if about him only yet. the Flyers had a chance to draft a guy no. like Kale McCarr. No, I, I, you know, I'm not if, gonna. No, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm, I can't. I can't second Please. guess that one. I just can't. I it can. Just, it seemed like a no brainer at the time. I don't second guess that one. But it ain't the GM. Thank you, Steve. It, it, it ain't. We would have criticized the shit out of them for overthinking that. Yeah, until he showed up and was an yeah, NHL right, exactly. player right away. <laughs> for like six months, we would have been mad about it. <laughs> But as I opposed, mean, he didn't it was show the up consensus. Right away. It was the consensus. Uh, whatever. It was anyway, what? I like watching. It's McCarr not the a lot. GM's job to do the consensus thing. It's his job to do the right thing. I could do the consensus thing. And at the time, it was the right. It thing. It seemed like the right thing. At the time, it was the right. This thing. is the draft. The draft is a crapshoot. Sometimes it really get it right. Is. Draft but is a lottery. You win, you lose. Regardless, right. McCarr. I really enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching the Avs. I like them. Uh... Fuck the Isles and Bruins. I don't want to see either of them win anything ever again. And I don't really care about anybody else. So, God, the Eastern Division has produced just the worst of these playoffs. Like, I had no interest yeah. in watching that Penguins-Islanders series. I have no interest in watching Islanders-Bruins. It's just boring-ass old teams that I'm super not interested in. Islanders-Bruins, we're going to see this, like, typically a hockey game is lined at, like, five and a half, six goals. We're going to see, like, four and a half and five goal. Like, it is going to be the most boring shit so of all boring. time. Like, And maybe it'll be physical and some of the games will be competitive and fun. But, like, it is not going to be enjoyable hockey for the most part. Like, the third periods will be good because it'll be 1-1 through 45 minutes. But, like, it's the first 45 minutes are going to be a slog of every game. Oh, but so many hits, Yeah, still. take the unders, folks. So many hits. Um, I'm all about seeing a good physical mean series. I just think, like, the talent isn't really there. <laughs> like, See, the Bruins has the talent. Barzell is awesome. The perfection line is awesome. Outside of that, I... Hall's good. Hall's been producing some great goals. But also, like, when you watch those teams and then you watch every other team currently in the playoffs, it's very clear. That there's just another level that I guess no team in the East slash Metro has reached. Just don't have it. I Taylor just, Hall. I never want to watch the Islanders again. Goddamn no. Islanders. Steve, you mentioned Taylor Hall. Him immediately being good is 
funny as shit. Like, oh, it's hilarious. It's so good. Again, we're the Flyers. We have very little room to laugh at almost anybody in the oh, league. No. Oh, I, don't I will take no. every no. opportunity The Sabres are people. just fucking hilarious. I reject that premise because this was this came up on Twitter when, you know, Flyers fans were laughing hysterically at Tristan Jari being garbage. Tristan Jari, like Carter Hart being bad doesn't make it any less hilarious that Tristan Jari is also bad. Just like the Flyers being terrible doesn't make it any less hilarious that other teams are terrible. Like, we can laugh at them. And the Tristan Jari, like, scenario of what they did with their goalie situation, forcing, <laughs> basically, the Golden Knights to take Marc-Andre Fleury, who is now, so like, good. who is now, at worst, going to finish Amazing. third in Vezina voting. Like, might be first or second. And I find this especially second. funny. After last year with the sword in the back, like so Photoshop Amazing. and everything, the, the way Amazing. all of this is played out, just friggin' hysterical. I forgot all about the sword picture. Was that from Jari's agent? Yeah, what it was, was Walsh. I think it was Alan forget. Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> everything about it is good. Like, and then moving on from Matt Murray after he wins you the cups, and then settling on Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith. And now, job, like, guys. you're out of the first round. You have a team good enough to go to, the, like, the final four. And you're out of the first round. That is funny as shit. <laughs> like, because of your goaltending. 100% because of goaltending. It's so good. It brings me a I, lot of I joy. didn't remember where Matt Murray went. And I just looked it up. Yeah. The man is rotting in Ottawa. He sure Ooh, is. Uh, he won shame. his cups. He's fine. He's yeah, fine. I, I have no he's sympathy fine. there at all. None. None. I've heard Ottawa's nice, so he's fine. <laughs> Ottawa really wants our captain Claude Giroux, and Claude Giroux the fans want does him. not want to go home to Ottawa. Like <laughs> what man at the end of his the career? Draw. Like what? Like you can drive home. Well, you faster? know he's from nearby Hearst, Ontario. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that if Claude Lebron Giroux waves his no move. It's because he wants to win a Stanley Cup, and that's not happening in Ottawa. Yeah, like. Oh yeah, I just spent the no last chance, guys. I just spent the last 10 years of my career like fucking carrying an entire franchise with no talent on my back. Let me go to Ottawa and have even worse players around me. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Sounds That's great. how I want to spend my mid 30s. <laughs> <Get the fuck laughs> yeah, like, at least Wayne Simmons like got the choice to go to Toronto and play with that roster, you know. Oh. That's son- Did we finish talking through who no. we're bandwagoning? No, I was just going to ask okay. Steph, are you oh. on Toronto? Um, yes and no. So I want the Golden Knights to win. Uh, because I think that, as Charlie mentioned, I think last week, this is probably the last year that I will like them before I get real sick of them. <laughs> as one does. Um, but Toronto, I mean, they're really good. And I would love, I really want a Golden Knights Toronto conference final. I think that that would be super fun. Yeah, sure. The Avalanche could beat the the Golden Knights and have it be. They will beat them in Colorado and Toronto and that would be fine. But I want it to be Vegas. Can you imagine Um, how funny it would be if Toronto lost to the Knights for their chance to get to the cup? Like a franchise that's like, you know, still a toddler, ba- not a toddler, but you know, it's a little kid at best. Yeah. Is it, is, is Vegas or the Islanders funnier? The Islanders funnier? aren't funny because 
I, uh, if Tavares plays, wanna... it's funny. If Tavares plays, yeah. it's kind of funny, but seeing Lou Lamorello win anything just brings bile to the back of my throat. I'm so tired of people pretending he's good at his job. Real tired. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a really hard time rooting for teams that have not won the cup more recently than the Flyers to win the cup. Let me try that to make sense. That's every <laughs> that even sentence didn't make sense. You're getting there. Listen, You're we're getting, getting there. there. You're getting Words there. Words are happening. Mm-hmm. 1975. Mm. The last time the Flyers won the cup. Today, People in fact. Today that. in history. It's been 46 years today since the last Flyers okay. cup. Oh boy, a middle-aged okay. man of despair. <laughs> so if you either haven't won the cup or it's been more than 46 years, I don't want you to lap the Flyers. So you aren't I don't for want the that Leafs. list of team behind them to grow smaller. So no Leafs then. No Leafs. Okay. Sorry, loves. The Flyers. But have that to would win also first. be Vegas. Vegas too. Yes. I understand that. So Take yourself into a corner Carolina. here. Okay, there so, you go. <laughs> you say Carolina, Colorado, who else? Boston. Carolina. <laughs> Let's get Dr. T his cup. I like Carolina a lot. I don't think they're there yet. I want to watch them like in a series with Tampa. I would like to see them against some of the elite teams. I just don't know if they're there yet. And like, I said this a couple episodes ago, Carolina's window is open. If they bring Dougie back, it's wide open. Um, Colorado, Tampa, like we won't, Tampa's window is going to close at some point. Like, I want to get all I can out of their elite players before we move on to the next group of like top end guys that I want to see all the time. But Carolina would be a suitable foe in a Stanley cup final for the Colorado avalanche to uh defeat in five. Probably. Um, I think it would take six at least depends on so many things, which is why the playoffs are the most fun. Just Grubauer just depends on Grubauer keeping his shit together. As long as he's okay, Injuries. Colorado's winning. Nobody can't get anybody hurt in Colorado. Uh, there's Not enough. There's enough drugs in Colorado that they can play through <laughs> any sort of injuries. Fair Pain enough. medicine runs everywhere there. It's, it's, it's uh, glorious. Listen, there's there's this little thing called Woo Bangers. They got him out there. <laughs> I'm listening. As long uh, as Pierre yeah. Edward Belmar is healthy, that team is going to the top. Oh God, uh, it was- I. Fucking love that man. I, do too. I know no. that I shouldn't. No, I got. I love him. Like of all the former flyers running around out there, I love Belmar. Except for when Pierre the other night is like, "What a weapon on the penalty kill!" Oh god, like, motherfucker. We had like a sixty-five percent PK with him, and no, it's not his fault. Like he was good. He's out there with Chris Vandevelde and like me and Steve on defense, and no goalie <laughs> whatsoever. Like it's not his fault. But like I do love. I do love. Uh, P.E.B. Like that fight uh, that fight he got into against the Penguins when he just kept his helmet down, kept his helmet on, and then just went and fucking knocked the dude style. out. Yeah, it was, it was like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It was awesome. Just put his head down. It was like, go ahead, punch the top of my head. I'm wearing a helmet. And just knocked the dude out. I love him. He showed up, obviously, uh, on our fans of Philly. That, that's who it was, right? Fans of Philly? <laughs> yes. He showed up on our fans of Philly trip when we went out to Vegas and like, you know, 
signed autographs, did a meet and greet. He's the coolest dude. Uh, I am actually like... And like thanked all of the Philly fans for like remembering who he is. Yeah. Like, God, we love that guy. What a wild, like, when Vegas took him, it was like, wow, did not see that one coming at all. Like, it was always going to be Michael Neuvert in my head. That's that's who it was. And God, no. I'm I'm hoping for a repeat of that. This I forget. Time. I'm not. I want them to take one that's, of our highly skilled, highly paid. This forwards. time we well, need the money, please. And well, thank. That, so what I you know somebody who we just didn't expect them to take. Like if they take, yeah. I don't yeah. know, like a guy with a giant beard who complains a lot and scores a lot of points. Like I, you know, so many points. Wouldn't you love so to have all points. those points on your team? <laughs> I would love to have all those points on my Raw team. Seattle? totals, baby. That's Veteran all... leadership. Yeah. Great yeah, interview. He's he's Plus, been with he's been with the organization for a decade and they don't want to put a letter on his sweater. He's a real leader. Jake the under, Snake. under the radar. He had one this year finally, I think. What, Steve? Jake the Snake on the Kraken doesn't oh, yeah. get any better than that. Come on. It sure doesn't. And like he'll get to build brand new relationships with their media up there. So maybe they won't be called snakes, which would really detract from my life because it was the highlight of my flyer season i think that was it was yeah, really good that was up there so let's move on to vegas and minnesota friday at nine game seven and it is all about ryan hartman and cam talbot in my mind they are oh, gonna man. bring it home they're gonna so bring it boy. home for my boys up north state of hockey former baby. flyers yeah should have kept and then Fucking. we're gonna have to hear about how cam talbot is better than carter hart we should have kept Yep. Oh, maybe better than Brian Elliott. <laughs> You're wow. absolutely going to hear it from me. <laughs> I mean, good for him, though, because the reason he didn't sign yeah. here is because he wanted this opportunity. No, so, this yeah, is good for him. This is exactly the opportunity he was looking for. Good for him. I, I no, picked I'm... Minnesota as my one upset, so I'm hoping that they win. Oh, nice. I can't believe that we're in this position. I can't believe. Like You can't? I can't. So, I totally can. Just to talk about like the business side of SB Nation, right? So we have our our wild site, which is Hockey Wilderness, and we have Thomas running that, who lives in the greater Toronto area, is a fan of, you know, kind of the Maple Leafs and kind of just hockey, and has surrounded himself with exceptional writers that are all fans of teams that are not the wild. But they're all covering the wild and doing a really good job. And for years, we had wild fans just suffering with that site and <laughs> just nothing. And then as soon as we bring in people not from Minnesota, this is what happens. I think that's very funny. But also, like, how did we get here? I'll tell you what I love about Hockey Wilderness Elite logo. I think ours is the best. It's Theirs might be logo. the second best. It's very good. That's fair. Nice. And it's a good name. A lot yeah. of the SB Nation sites have terrible names. That one's good. So here's Five my, for Howling is my favorite. Here's my thing with the Watt. Five for Howling is excellent. That's a great name. That might be the best name. That's better than Broad Street Hockey. Yeah. Oh, it's it a fantastic name. I mean, it's cool. It reminds me of the band Five for Fighting. <laughs> but that wasn't a cool band. It wasn't a cool band at all. I know, I just They remember. either are one-hit wonders, it's fine. <laughs> but it wasn't even a good... Part of our developmental childhood. Here's my issue with rooting for the wild or not. 
it's not so much like now I just want to see them win because like Kaprizov's more interesting than anybody on Vegas at this point. And like, I'm a huge Mark Stone fan. Um, but I don't know which direction I should take my take in, whether it's good or bad that they win now that like Chuck Fletcher, they've done away with him. But that I don't does... know if it's I don't know if it's pro or anti. That doesn't Chuck have anything Fletcher to do yet. with it, though. Don't it be that guy. No, that he the knows two guys that. We're talking but about here are guys that Chuck Fletcher acquired. Right, exactly. Went to Minnesota after that. Yeah. Oh Lord. Just saying. We don't like, need to encourage bad that, takes, William. The I, bad takes exist we, in nature. No, we don't need to cultivate them. No, that's. I'm thinking maybe it's a good sign for the Flyers. Maybe Chuck Fletcher is like the Ed Wade of hockey. Like, Ed Wade gets no credit for building the Phillies World Series champion, and then he gets fired and they win. See, I was always hoping the last guy would have been the Ed Wade for the for the Flyers, and then well, you know, Chuck you take Fletcher German, would come in and be the Pat Gillick. You take and, fucking German Rubsov, and, like, this is what happens. You need another guy to take over. Um, I mean, that's I the, the German is the worst Rubstov. of the bunch, okay? Yeah. That's, the German is no the one that was that. the biggest bust, for sure. I will never, ever... Forgive Ron Hextall for that draft. <laughs> Never. It was his worst one. And we all know why. As a, as I will Hextall repeat defender, it just will, in case. Uh, I will oh, come no. out and say Please that. Please tell Ed, us. Ed Wade no. was also integral in building the Houston Astros champion. So perhaps this is Chuck Fletcher's thing. He's the guy before the guy. They could have had Jacob Chikrin. <laughs> Instead, they took German Rupstov. Yeah, and I will never, ever, ever forgive Ron Hextall. No, Hexy stinks. Uh, he did a bad job. Um, he smells bad. <laughs> Might have been bad in hindsight. But I, I don't know. I'm I not like ready yet to to fully form my take on Chuck Fletcher and what it means. If uh, and you know, if they lose Game Seven, it doesn't matter. They suck too. So uh, you know, clearly nothing, nothing improved there. But. I'm not sure which way I want to take that yet. Real funny, interesting note here with Toronto up 3-1 in the series and Game 5 tonight. Our old pal Eric Gustafson making his Habs playoff debut in a do-or-die game. He's in the lineup for the first time in the playoffs tonight for the Habs. I don't know why they got him. I don't know why he's in tonight, but I love it. They said, obviously, we understand the risks at 5-on-5, so we're going to have to manage that, but we need help on the power play. That's their whole... That ain't it. (laughs) You should have called me, creepy silver-haired coach man. You should have called me. I would have told you. Don't do it. I think that's very funny, and also, thank you for giving Toronto this win. Yeah, right. Thanks for that. No, that's the over in this game. Oh, I'm taking Toronto team total over Toronto by a goal and a half. I'm doing it all. Like this is a white flag right here. He stinks so bad. He's he got to be the worst defenseman I've ever seen. Like he's way up there with all the bums. Like I, he gives you offensive upside, which a lot of these guys didn't. But like he's right there with Andrew McDonald, man. He is he's so worse bad. than Andrew McDonald. Way it is, worse. actually. I, at least Andrew McDonald, oh. when he was flopping around on the ice, was trying to do something. Andrew McDonald, <laughs> yeah, Andrew McDonald did at times do one to three units of defense in a game. Oh. Eric Gustafson, never not once in his life, has he performed a unit of defense. 
He is so bad. Like, Andrew McDonald played defense like somebody who just figured out how to do the dive button in an NHL video game. But at least the dive button works occasionally. Yeah, yes. I would still... I, would... I, you know, like, I kind of get where Montreal is coming from because he did score a handful of goals on the power play. Like, that was a thing that happened. Like, three? But he is such a defensive liability. He is such a defensive liability. What are you doing? I just, what are you doing? like, in a series against Toronto, who is going to come at you real hard offensively, I don't know if having the guy who couldn't defend a fucking anything is, like, the way to go about this. But I also don't, like, it, can you defend at all? Like, is there is there a way to defend? Maybe you do just need to go right at them and try to outscore them. You'll fail, but maybe it's it's your it's your best chance. I, don't I mean, know. their goaltending is... Their goaltending is, like, suspect a little bit in that, like, I don't think that you can count on them to be lights out every night. So, like, I guess maybe there is something to the idea that if you just fire as much as you can at their net, like, maybe you'll get lucky and win. And, like, maybe Carey Price will do Carey Price things, which he has been doing, but it just hasn't been working well enough. There's something to it, but also Eric Gustafson is so bad. And he doesn't score that much to, like, make it worth the risk at all. And, like, this is the playoffs. Um, If you're doing something for your power play, there's a chance you might get one opportunity. Like... They, they, the referees could just decide, like, it's, it's the purge tonight, it, you know, if, if no one pulls a gun, we're not calling shit, it happens all the time in the playoffs, this is an elimination game, anything is fucking possible, I just... I mean, to be fair, I don't think Shea Weber needs a gun, because he can pick dudes <laughs> up and just throw them into the stands. Oh my god. See, that's, Shea Weber is someone I wouldn't throw popcorn at. No, no, Ooh, absolutely no. not. I would be scared he would jump into the crowd and behead me. Yeah, that's just the thing. Mountain like, uh, style and Game of Thrones just smash my head in. I feel like most hockey players would break loose of that little entanglement of human beings and just get into the stands and beat the shit out of you. You don't want to throw anything at a Anybody who's in their class can get the away from people holding them back. Like, mm, I, fair. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't get mad about fucking Russell Westbrook anymore. Fucking! All right, so Carolina's game six tonight. They're up three two on Nashville. I swear, how are they? How are they struggling to put away this Nashville team? Like they are so much better than Nashville. It's unbelievable. Soros is just stealing big time. It's just stealing games. Big time like stealing. they've got nothing else other than a hot goaltender. If Nashville Amen screws this sacrifices. up, I don't think they're going to. Also, I like. I feel like. I feel like the Canes could be doing a little more. Like, I, I feel like they're not, like, playing their best and getting shut down by a hot goaltender. I feel like they're just, like, a bit more timid than I'm used to seeing the Hurricanes being. I don't know if Rod is just, like, every other NHL head coach, like, goes into a shell a little bit in the playoffs because it's scary not to. But I feel like they could be a little bit more run and gun and possibly get something done there. Yeah, like, if I'm the Hurricanes, I'm sa- like, tonight I'm saying we're putting up 50 shots. Like, we are getting 50 yes. shots on Soros tonight, and if we lose, it's because something went wrong. Like, it's it's the, you know, we're going to play our game thing. That's, that's what exactly. I was, That's what Carolina needs to do, because very few teams can skate with them. Like, there's only a handful in the league, maybe two or three, that can skate with Carolina. Uh, just do that. 
Just be who you are. Fuck this is playoff hockey. None of that shit. You, they are so much better. I want to see Tampa and Carolina so bad. If Nashville screws this up, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I don't think that there's any possible way that Nashville wins this game. I really I thought the Panthers is. were going to screw it up, honestly. Like, Can imagine we talk if about it was, they had a better chance Imagine than if it was Nashville. Florida and Nashville. Oh, yeah. my God. I wouldn't watch Can, a game. Can we talk about how annoying it is that this game is at 930? It's a little. It's 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 weird just because it's primarily like East Coast, right? Like East mm-hmm. in Central, which is just it, it's bizarre. That's not real. Central time zone doesn't actually exist. Huh? I thought Mountain didn't. Oh, exist. is that a thing? Social construct. <laughs> Says the woman who lived in a time zone that doesn't exist. So, like one place that's in the ocean time zone. It was it was us in the ocean. I still don't uh, understand how Detroit's on East. But. <laughs> on the show I produce, half of the half of the producers are here, and the other half are in Chicago, and they have a real like, uh, like little brother syndrome with like any when we focus on the East Coast, when we always say times and Eastern time, we're like, yeah, the game's at seven tonight. They're like seven or six. I'm like, or no, I'm sorry that two thirds of America lives here. Like it, they just do though. So this is how we talk. We're the center of the universe. Deal with it. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. we get a, we get a lot of that too (laughs) in our network because the West coast teams feel very neglected (sighs) because at 10 PM Eastern, how am I supposed to stay up for that? Can't do it. Sorry. And also like like, maybe if your teams weren't trash. Yeah. That's the thing. People played to hit the Kings when they were good. And like, like, there's an East Coast bias because, fuck, it, uh, games starting at, like, 8.30, be calling it prime time. Like, it never made sense to me to make sure that the West Coast can see the beginning of a game rather than the East Coast seeing the end. Like, I don't know, seems like one is more important than the other, but uh, it drives me insane. Uh, the NBA the other night had the Lakers and Clippers on at 10 and 10.30. It's like, how didn't you think to stagger this? Or like 10, 15 and 10, 30. It's like, how didn't you think to stagger this? These are the teams people want to watch. This is dumb I saw fun. a lot of that, but also like, we're hockey fans. The NHL yeah, so. does that all the time. <laughs> we know that, like, yeah. yeah. But like, the NBA at least has, you know, people that aren't weirdos watch it. <laughs> like, yeah. hockey. Like, you know, you'd think like, Fair. when they had the, the Lakers and the Warriors for one of the playing games the other day, which is like a huge matchup. You have St- Steph Curry versus LeBron James. Like, you'd think you'd want that with as many eyeballs on it as possible, and they still started that game at, like, 10, 10.30, you know? It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, the NHL at least has the excuse of, well, it's kind of a niche sport, whereas the NBA, I mean, it's fucking NBA. That's a, it's, it's, it's really, it's, uh, it's not encouraging with the NHL moving ESPN and TNT to be like, oh, fuck, they screw this up too? Oh, <laughs> you're so much better at everything else than the NHL. I really thought you'd have this part down. I'm feeling really yeah. good about that move, by the way. Feeling really good about it. I mean, it's gotta I, be just, better than NBC. Only, if for nothing else, than the uh, the Stephen A bit the other day. Oh god, it was so good. I, and like, I am not the least bit of a Stephen A fan. He annoys the shit out of me. He's an I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. Brilliance. Like, it was so good. And people complaining about it, the, the best part, my favorite part about people complaining about it was that 
they were like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Why would you That's blame McDonald? Yeah, why would you blame McDavid and Dreisaitl for them losing? And I'm like, I saw at least 10 yes. hockey people saying that it was Connor McDavid's fault that the Oilers lost that series. So at least Stephen A. Smith is funny when he does it. And you just sound like a fucking idiot. At least he has so, a personality and yeah. not just mumbling yes. his way through everything like hockey guys. Are, well, you know, it's... Uh, McDavid shot more. McDavid had a lazy dump in, so that's why they lost. Like, I regret to inform no you, like, fun will be good. Like, I, I know that hockey men are very, very afraid of the game being fun and exciting, but it will be good for the game for people to be having fun watching it. And Stephen A. Smith's entire shtick is really fun for a lot of people. There's so. energy to it. There's actually exactly. energy to it. That's yeah. the- right, but then but then the people complaining are going to be exposed for being really boring themselves. That's the thing. We've been like, new. Not only is NHL analysis boring, nor is it good analysis. Like, they're, they're not actually, like, breaking anything down. They're just talking, oh, well, Connor McDavid had a lazy dump in there. Like, this team needs more grit. Like, yeah. that's it. That That's the extent. It's not even like it's some serious hockey analysis, like they're going through X's and O's or something. They're not. No, they're it's saying just, dumb it's stuff. It's just boring. Oh, it's just boring Shorzy's hockey man shit. harder there. Great. Like, yes. how, like, Pierre Maguire has been the most insufferable during these playoffs than I think I can ever remember him being. It's him, just unlistenable. Him pronouncing Miko Rantan's name makes me want them to lose. <laughs> He's like rolling the R or something. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I can't do this. I can't do this for four rounds. On a different plane, as far as like pronouncing certain names. Just the worst. Every time he says Christopher Ledang, I just want to put a dagger into my eye. Like who? Who does this? Who calls anyone Christopher a million times? Like it's he doesn't call himself Christopher. Yeah, even if he went by Christopher, I don't call anybody anything more than one syllable. My friends with multiple syllable names, I there, I Brian. Guess what? You're B. All right, that's it. You don't even get Bry. You're B. I'm not calling somebody fucking Christopher for three hours. That's insanity. Doc Christopher Latang. Doc Christopher Latang. Shut up, Pierre. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward just to, even if it's not good, it'll be different. The coverage on ESPN and TNT, it'll be something like, you know, we, we could use a little bit of different. I heard they got Jonesy too, so I'm excited for that. I love that because he's real. like, I know it's a little bit of a homer take, but I think he's really good. No, because he's fucking funny. He's funny and he's personable and he doesn't say like canned things and, you know, not no, an I asshole. I like Jonesy a lot. I like Jonesy a lot. I think he's a great analyst. Great I just there hope are they, certain like, things they do right. Yeah. No, they have a guy who happens to be good because, like, he's got 20 years of fucking broadcast experience. <laughs> like, uh, all right. I mean, do like, you wanna... see Jonesy as opposed to, like, Hartnell, who just kind of got tossed in there this year, like, going through his, like, rookie lumps and everything, and it's just... He got better as the season went on, he got but I think that's only on. because... And I certainly don't want Scott The team Hartnell was to beat so bad. The team was so bad that he just stopped really caring about professionalism, which is what I want out of my broadcasters. Yes. <laughs> no, that's and like that's the thing. Like the the Eagles post game and the Phillies post game, for years they've been just killing the team when they suck, and now the Flyers finally realized like, oh yeah, when you're supposed to be a cup contender and you finish in sixth in this division, which isn't even that good, like, mm, we should probably mm-hmm. fucking kill them. 
Uh, with fire. Yes. <laughs> Did fuel. anybody read the uh, the Meltzer piece on the penalty kill? Nope. I think I did. It was, was that like a it, few days ago? Yeah, uh, it was basically like a summary of the uh, Mertidis interview with Mike yeah, Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I know it's just a bunch of bullshit what he's saying, but when I read... It was oh, promising. it'll just give us fuel for next season. I was like, you should have a whole lot of fucking fuel then. Like, how come none also, of the failures of the last decade have fueled this team? There were, it was a little bit promising that there was quite a lot of acknowledgement by Yo that it yeah. was real bad systematically and it wasn't just failure on performance. Like, I feel like if you got Michel Therrien to do the same thing, he would just blame the players for not executing and not, you know, the fact that he sucks at coaching the power play. So at least there's that. I mean, I can I can deal with a coach that at least can acknowledge that he also needs to make some improvements. Cutting through some of the bullshit. It's it's yeah. a relief to see that occasionally. Yeah. And like I, I realize like no team could practice. There's lots of things to blame it on that you can be like, yeah, but the whole league, like, there is something to they could not practice. Is it the whole reason shit went bad? No. Because again, every team couldn't practice, but when one thing goes wrong and you never get a chance to fix it, I what the fuck can you do? Also, Carter Hart's save percentage on the penalty kill was like seven something. Oh, is that like, good? <laughs> like, it was the worst by far. Real bad. That's the thing. Like, I I just keep going back to this because like no one. It seems like no one wants to just acknowledge the fact that like nothing was going to fix the season because the goaltending. Nothing yeah. could be done. And like, and then people say, "Well, the team played bad in front of the goaltenders." Like, yeah, but not yeah. that bad. <laughs> not yeah, that that's fucking the, like, bad. <laughs> listen, the defense had its breakdowns, it's and voice. they were ugly often. They could have played much better in front of him, either goalie. But that doesn't change the fact that the goalie is there with the big pads on to stop the puck, and they were by far the worst at that this year. Like the worst both in twenty goalies. years. Just comically yeah, both bad. Both goalies had sub nine zero save percentages. Like, nothing to be both done. Both of them. It's all lousy. Both of them. It's all lousy. That's and Kelly. I'm Carter glad you, Hart's... you bro- broke that voice out. By the way, I have to say, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Carter Hart's five on five save percentage was the lowest on NHL.com, who've tracked it since oh nine ten. Like cool. it's been a decade plus. His was the cool, worst. Cool, cool. And now, like, I think he'll bounce back, but even yes. if he just bounces back a little, a little, it, it it's not the worst. I, I gotta say, though, I uh, I need him to not train with Tristan Jari this summer. No. There's, yeah. there's some oh, problems God, no. there. Like, the two of them together, they don't need to bounce <laughs> ideas off of each other after these seasons. Like, just go your separate ways. Go back to your coach guy that you love. Like, I don't know. Like, just don't, don't talk to Tristan Jari. He's got nothing for you. I promise. No, this is like Bill and Ted trying to do the history report before George Carlin <laughs> shows up. Like, when did the Mongols rule China? Like, they're just asking the wor- woman at the Circle K. Like, that's that's those two at this point. Like, no, I don't want them anywhere near each other. Can Socrates teach us defense? <laughs> uh, do we have anything else? I don't know. I read Kurt's article, What Risks Will Chuck Be Taking? And I just have so little confidence in this guy. I just don't feel like risks are going to happen. I think that that's entirely earned. 
The only thing that worries me is that he's never been in this position before. So we don't really have, like, experience to draw off of. Well, that's exactly it. Like, we don't we don't know. Yeah. So why immediately be like, well, he's not going to do anything. This guy because sucks. Because he Flyers did fans. nothing this year. No, it's because he did nothing this year. Nobody could do anything this year. What's he going to do? Like, honestly, even if he had... Like, brought in a defenseman at the deadline. Like, what the fuck was it going to do? What was it going to do? Not even at the deadline. Like, I remember... Who it, were the, you getting mid-season this year? Like, no trades were happening. Like, what the fuck was he going to do? I don't know. I remember when it was real obvious that Steve Heminger wasn't working out, so we flipped him for Matt Carl. Like, yeah, yeah, identify a problem and you fucking fix it. Like, that's his job. In a flat cap? I'm not... In s- a flat cap year during a pandemic where you couldn't make trades with... I'm not excusing it. I'm definitely not excusing There was an it. America-Canada trade. This, like, Columbus and, Tor- yeah, and Winnipeg a made a trade. You could make trades. Right, but then neither player could play for three weeks. I think Dubois played pretty quickly. Yeah. Or a line, no, a, didn't. line a did. Played quicker he than didn't. Dubois. Well, if you call that playing. Well, quicker, <laughs> because America doesn't give a shit. Correct. And here, here's that's, Pierre Lewis is in the second round of the playoffs. Like, it worked. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that, like, the idea that there was some magic switch that he could have flipped in March to fix this thing, I just don't buy it. I'm not saying in March, and I'm, just, I'm not saying a magic switch. I'm saying he could have done literally anything and chose to do the opposite. You weren't happy with he Eric Gustafson? He got rid Gustafson? of Gustafson. <laughs> yeah, he brought in Eric Gustafson. He brought in Eric Gustafson in the offseason, and he sucked and did nothing about it. Finally traded him for... He recognized that he sucked, and he got rid of him. Like, you've got, you've got to give him some credit. Just because you don't like the timeline doesn't mean that he didn't recognize the problem and ship the guy yeah, out. After, he did. After the season was over, he covered half of his salary and gave... And the got a, season was not over. Yes, it was. You're being dramatic. It was at the trade deadline. Yeah, which is when they were done. The season was, was over for ago, the Flyers. Was the trade that yeah, only yeah. a month and a half ago? Oh my it god, feels it was like, like four years yeah. ago. Holy fuck. Yeah. What is time? This season has aged us. I'm just saying, Bill, like I get what you're saying. He did absolutely like nothing. I get the point. I get the point of what you're saying, but you're wrong. How? What am I saying that is incorrect? Everything. Like you're you're, you're basing Everyone's Ch- Chuck Fletcher's entire tenure. On a four-month span that you were unhappy with Carter Hart, so now it's Chuck no, Fletcher's I'm fault. I'm basing it on everything he's done since summer 2019, which is nothing. He's brought in Eric Gustafson, Nate That's Thompson, it. and Derek Grant. But, but And who else has he brought in? That's it. Yeah, but you have to remember that heading into this season, it wasn't just crazy fans like me and Chuck Fletcher thinking that the Flyers running it back was a good idea. So many people were picking the Flyers to come out of the East and even maybe win the Cup. Like, this wasn't, like, a, like no one's making this up. People thought that the Flyers were going to be good. It's not unreasonable that Chuck Fletcher thought that they didn't have to make big changes heading into the season. It just didn't he, work. He, yeah, it didn't work, and he could have recognized that at any point and didn't. I, I mean, fair. I'm sure he did, but the moves were not there to be made. Like, that's... What it comes down to, we're in a flat cap. Should have got period, Pierre and the Flyers were well, spending the caps right up this against year, it. So we should do nothing again. <laughs> no, they're going to have to get a lot more creative. But and that means shipping out some contracts. That means 
the team could possibly get worse because you need to get rid of JVR or Jake Voracek or maybe both. JVR for Zach Parisi. Make it happen. Oh. No. No. William. No. He's got neck problems, which is worse than back problems. No. Yeah. Seems like a good Chuck thing to do. He did it once. Do it again. Don't put that into the universe. I don't want that. No. I don't, don't want to be a Chuck Fletcher was... apologist, but I just think that, like... <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't even Chuck that wanted that. It was his the fucking ownership. That's fine. He could have quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill Matz. Bill fucking Matz is telling me... And, like, trying to say that he would quit a job where his boss told him to do something that he didn't like after he's making millions of dollars? Get the fuck out of here. Just going to quit a job. This is hockey. Get the fuck out of here, bro. This is hockey. He'd be hired again in a second, which he was. He accomplished exactly zero in Minnesota. And then the Flyers were like, this is our guy. when When was the first time a GM has quit a job because he didn't like what his boss told him to do? Pittsburgh. This year. Oh, dang. Fuck, he got you. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Is that why he quit? Yeah, it was... He wanted to trade... All right, we're fine. Lefang. The first time ever was this year. He wanted to Fuck trade Lafang, and they were like, no. <laughs> Can't trade that It worked that out hair. really nicely. That was really entertaining for me personally. <laughs> Christopher Latang <Lefang laughs> will not be traded on Rutherford's watch. I'll tell you what. Back to you, Doc. <laughs> saying like the- that might be our clip for tiktok by the way <laughs> <laughs> right, is there anything else i think that's it i got some I soup to eat. we could keep yelling at each other if you want i do have to work at some point but <laughs> oh, oh yeah no is work is okay yeah. yeah i'm not doing any more today we- i've already decided i've had a whole ass oh, morning so we're i'm done getting now. hot in this hoodie i put on because i didn't want a, a, a another uh logo on our on our potential TikTok videos, so I had to put a Kate May Brewing hoodie on top oh my of my uh, employer's t-shirt. I got MLB, I got, a 76ers, I got Phantoms and Flyers, I got it all. I had to go with my new Sixers hat, too, because I am on like this that. bandwagon, baby. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait to be, like, chant and trust the process and shit at the parade. It's going to be awesome. There you go. Oh my God. I'm going to pretend like I was in I will it. stand next to you. I will stand next to you with a megaphone. This man never believed in the process. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Just break let's out get the old out of sons here. of pen. Oh, no. Oh, God. No, Recordings no. of you screaming yeah. that you don't trust the process. Yeah. It'll be great. Someone will find them. <laughs> they exist on the internet. I'm still subscribed to the podcast. Oh, Lord. There's a lot of yelling about sports where you yelled about it, too. Like, there's there's a lot of recorded history Receipts. of Bill not trusting the process. Whatever. I've never Whatever. trusted a process in my life. Takes die the second they leave my mouth. <laughs> Sometimes before. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. As soon as I say it, I can change my mind give a shit and you do and that respect it and that is all the time we have for you on broad street hockey this week thank you all for listening thank you for hanging out if you haven't already you got to hit that subscribe button just search broad street hockey wherever there are podcasts and boom content 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 even in the off season we've got stuff for you uh i'm gonna start the locker room shows at some point that's how they're going steph um fly purpley i'm pretty sure is still doing stuff we're we're doing this Oh, wow. So, 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, you got shit to listen to. Even though the Flyers are done, we are not. Subscribe, write some nice words, give us one of them five-star reviews. It'll be fun for everybody. The entire family should get in on the act. All right, that's it. Uh, my name is Bill Matz. For Steve, for Kelly, for Steph. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye now. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah!